straight out of the timeline, right into your ears. I'm Bell. I'm Kyle. And I'm not Ray, because he gone. He gone. Oh. And this is Legends <laughs> TV Talk. Gentlemen, how are you doing this uh, wonderful uh, Sunday that we record this episode? Coronatastic. Ah, yes. Yep. <laughs> yes. We all have our emergency ration beers and our yep. emergency ration koozies, except for except uh, two X IPA. So, uh, yeah, I just got, I got two different ones. I got enjoy lining. the show. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna go it's 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 going down. It's gonna me. go the way you'd expect it to go. <laughs> no, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. Um, but yeah, so so we're here. Um, I, I hope you guys are doing well. Um, uh, in the whole quarantine stuff, I know. There's rumors going around in Austin that they're going to shut the city down and make everybody kind of like stay in place, but we'll see what happens with that. Um, well, they did that here in New York, and I am officially out of work pretty much. I mean, they're going to give me a few hours here and there when they need IT stuff, but I'm pretty much done. So Yeah, it's crazy. It'll be fun. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's nuts, and it's frustrating, and uh, we really hope you guys are all being safe out there, uh, especially you, Will and Kyle, uh, mm -hmm. because, you know, I can't do this show by myself. Well, that's the upside awful. is that they're, you know, they're pulling us. We will talk about that later, but you know, they're going to pull us off the air for a while. So we're good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. That's true. Um, but yeah, so, so let's, let's do some overall, overall impressions on this episode just real quick. Um, <laughs> you can't help and, say the word impressions and it makes me want to do the joke every single I know, time. I know. You know what? I should just get the bumper of, I'm sorry, I don't do impressions. My field's psychiatry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Overall, uh, what, what, what is another word to use instead of impressions? Thoughts? Feelings, thoughts, our thoughts and prayers. What are your thoughts and prayers on the show? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, is fine. that inappropriate? Your, your, no, I've uh... only had a sip. <laughs> I know, geez, like That stuff just goes straight to your brain, man. Uh... <laughs> so, yeah, give me some quick thoughts on the episode overall. Enjoyed it. They, the, I think they gave uh, Ray a disservice with this episode. I agree with that assessment. Yeah, yeah. Because where does he get the money <laughs> to go out and just live on that nice street? Because the legends do not get paid. Well, <laughs> you know, Nora's a fairy godmother. She can just make money, I'm sure. Yeah, and I, and she... I gotta imagine Damien Dark, you know, he's dead, so she might have a nice nest egg because he yeah. was rather wealthy. And Ray Palmer's was was a Palmer tech guy. He's probably got millions was. in the bank. Yeah, so I guess maybe he does. Well, yeah. he was declared have... dead though. Uh, there what? is that. Did anybody know he's still alive? Like wasn't he think... like legally dead? I don't I know. I don't know. I mean, are we sitting here and trying to figure out the financial aspect of characters that are sort of based on comic books with, of a guy who could possibly shrink and wondering how the hell they're going to live now? No, we're not. Yes. We're not doing that at all because I think it's time for a history lesson. <laughs> and now, gentle listener, it is time for a history lesson on Legends TV Talk. To the football. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is season five, episode seven, Romeo v. Juliet, colon, Dawn of Justness. This one was directed by Alexandra LaRoche, and it was written by Ray Utarnichit, Will's favorite, and this is the first appearance of him while Will's been on the show this season. Yes, yes. Oh, it's brilliant. 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 I mean, how the hell did you change your damn name? <laughs> 
He's oh. he, no. Oh. You're not changing shit. Oh. Wait, I don't know. Wow. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, uh, this one was. This one. <laughs> Uh, this one was uh, written by Ray Utarnichit and Matthew Mala. <laughs> <laughs> and once Will settles down, Kyle, why don't you tell us what happened this episode? <laughs> Shall do. The legends continue their hunt for pieces of the loom of fate and find themselves face-to-face with William Shakespeare. Ray, Nate, Rory, Constantine, Charlie, and Bayrod stay a little longer on mission, making things worse after lying to Sarah. Meanwhile... Ray and Nora make another big life decision that leaves the team surprised, and best buds Ray, Ray and Nate on the outs. All right, this episode is brought to you by friendship, or the dissolving thereof, or the lack thereof. Yeah, yeah. So this was this is our this is our big send off for Nate. Nate for Ray, whatever wow. you know. Friendship, Nate and Ray—they're kind of the same person. They're they're interchangeable, not really at all. Um, but yeah, this this was this was this was Ray's big send off. This was the episode to send him out. This was a decision that was not made by Brandon Routh. This was a decision made mm-hmm. by the writers. Uh, Brandon Routh has expressed his opposition to this um, that he's not very happy with it, but they decided to make this decision decision anyway and just get rid of him. So. Um, yeah, I know we talked a little bit at the start of the show, a little bit about overall uh, overall situations here, and uh, I didn't say the word, Will. I didn't say the word, um, because I can't think of other words. I said situations, which is weird. But um, yeah, so I overall, I think the episode was fun. I think it was nice. Um, I, I, I felt like it, it was a very emotional episode, and I feel like a lot of that emotion was real, because I feel a lot of that was Brandon Routh's kind of yeah. like realizing and understanding is like i don't want to leave this show i'm enjoying it mm-hmm. it wasn't my choice and so i'm out so i was curious like what, what do you guys think do you think uh um did it feel real to you guys the the whole the the, the emotional scenes that we had there between ray and nate and ray and the team and and like the, the send-off at the end with the green juice and stuff like that uh, uh let me let me know your thoughts on like on like ray and this whole situation so will break it down for me well <laughs> I don't think it was a good episode. I think it was oh. lackluster. I think they shoehorned uh, Ray leaving. Um, there was no gravitas to the episode. You know, William Shakespeare was almost wasted in my regard. There was no... It was very all over the place. It really was. It was just... And again, it just... He tarnished it. It just wasn't that good. See what I did there? I see what yeah. you did there. I, that, yeah. was, that was very clever. But uh, I just, I felt like, I think, you know, and I've never been a big fan of this version of Ray Palmer. I haven't felt like it's Ray Palmer. I felt like it's, you know. It is known. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So I get that. But he still deserved a better send-off than he got. And I think that they kind of pooched it. I don't think they knew what they wanted to do. I don't think they knew when they were going to get him out. And then they're like, well, let's have him go out at this episode. So, you know, somebody started writing the Shakespeare stuff, and they're like, oh, we got to add this Ray stuff in, and the book club, and we're going to bring Mona back for some strange, unknown reason. <laughs> and it's like, it was like literally a bunch of things I absolutely hate about the show all rolled into one. It was, you know, really after the last few weeks that have been somewhat good, I think they kind of, I think they blew it. Hmm. Kyle, what do you think? So, uh, for the most part, I enjoyed the episode. I mean, I, I enjoyed the the William Shakespeare um, parts of it, and I enjoyed 
him creating a superhero uh, play. Yeah. I thought it was great. But everything with Ray, it, it felt very real, which is what it's supposed to do. But I just him them giving him a send off as as one of the original team members was very lackluster. Right. If Jack had have, a better send off. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he did. He got a, he had a whole like he had an arc. dinner and a whole arc. Yeah. But but with Ray, I mean with this season, it, it was it was an arc from the first episode to now with him and and Nora. Yeah. But it it was just I if if they would have kept him on until the end of the season and then given him the send off, I think that would have been better. Uh, rather than just him saying he he said goodbye to Sarah, not even to Mick. Right. Yeah. And just Sarah and and then and then Nate, which I'm like Did like he, did Mick ever say haircut? No, I don't. I, no, I, I was and I would have thought that would have wrote itself in. That's what I mean. It's like yeah. there were a bunch of missed opportunities with this that they could have done differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Actually, you know, have. no, yeah. I don't think he did because I was looking for it. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where it's like I think overall it was a fun episode, but like I, I agree with both of you guys where it's like they they crammed a lot of stuff in there. That would have been a fun Shakespeare episode had you not done the Ray stuff and you devoted an mm-hmm. entire episode to a send off to Ray, which I think mm-hmm. I, I think would have done a would have been a better service to Brandon Ralph to be like, hey, look, the, the Bachelorette and Bachelor parties could have easily been an episode. Yeah, yeah, you know, and yeah. the Adam suit was used. Yeah, yeah, for the first time this and that's, no the since, second time this since, season, uh, since Rasputin. Yeah, second time this season since episode one. Yeah, and we got it. We got to see a steal up as well, which was uh, which was great. Yeah, so right. And and Mick used his gun. Oh, yeah. they all used their powers at some point this episode. Yeah, Bayride used his yes. powers. Yeah, I definitely would have liked to have seen them do something. I think they could have done the bachelor party. Like I said, you know what? They could have done the bachelor party. They should have had Neil McDonough for two episodes. Do do freaking! I would have loved to have seen Damian Dark at Ray's bachelor party. Like just <laughs> the amount of things that you could do there, yeah. like it, it just it was really that was the stuff that got me. It's like it was like missed opportunity after missed opportunity after missed opportunity. Yeah, mm-hmm. it it like the emotional bits that they had in there. They they yeah, it th- those were nice, and I, I think they felt real just because of the whole situation that's going on. But like again, it felt it felt shoved into an episode that while overall was fun, uh, could have been. It, it, it wasn't uh, it wasn't equal to the sum of its parts, right? I feel right. like if you had taken all of those parts and expanded them into episodes, will like you said, like have the bachelor bachelorette party, uh, uh, the Shakespeare stuff, and then I, I guess you could tie the Charlie and the Luma Fate stuff into the Shakespeare stuff uh, and, and have that run as an episode, and then have like a goodbye to the team. That's like three different episodes that you could make work on there. And I would have I would have even been okay with a bottle episode. Just them all being on the ship, yeah, or something like that, or having more with the bachelor party on the ship, and then them going to Constantine's house and having the bachelor party there, and then some mischief arise somewhere. Yeah, but yeah, and so I mean, we got that. It just was quick. Yeah, yeah, and and so the last kind of question I want to talk about this with you guys is like, do you feel like getting rid of Ray? Is a good decision for the show overall. Ray and Nora. No. Yes. Oh, we have some different <laughs> opinions here. Okay. okay. No. Kyle, why don't you explain to me why no? So we've I have watched this character since he was on Arrow. 
season three. So I have watched his growth from there to here. So that's about five and a half years that I've watched it. And I've enjoyed everything of this of this version of Ray. I know he's not the comic accurate one. Um, right. It's still, it's still a version. It's a different version of Ray that I that I enjoy. Yeah. And having this the a new original character Nora uh, come into play, and having her arc being from evil to quasi evil, yeah, evil to quasi evil <laughs> to to good was great. And I think that's what it's gonna. That's what we're gonna miss on on the ship. Was the ship getting crowded? Yes. Why is there only one bathroom on a time ship? I don't understand. But headcanon, it was Rip's ship before, and there was only one person on that ship, so I could see that happening. But if they retrofitted the the bridge, they can add another bathroom. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, Will, well, well, tell me why you think it's a good thing. I don't think he fit anymore. Yeah? Hmm. He really didn't. Um the the naivete, the you know, they seem to be going more away from science, more to magic. He didn't have as much to do. You know, they just yeah. He he's just kind of been on the sideline for a long time. So yeah. you know like I said, I'd love to see them bring in some people from like Black Lightning, Batwoman, Supergirl, since they're all on the same earth, you know. Well, would they not I would have the same problem him. with, you know, if, if this is a magical kind of thing, there are no more magical characters really in the Arrowverse anymore, are there? Not that I can think of. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Constantine, Vixen. Right, Zatanna. Right, yeah. Yes. Like, if they gave us a Zatanna, then sure, get rid of Ray. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I, 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 I see where Will or where Kyle's coming from. Like, I, I do agree with him. Like, I didn't know the comic book, Ray Palmer. I wasn't as familiar with him. And so... The Ray Palmer that I knew was the one from Arrow and the one from Legends. So that's the one that I kind of like, you know, watched grow as a person. And so I do miss that. That his his contribution is less um, less noted, like he said, Will. Like he's not as important on the ship. But I always like his contrast with the other characters because mm-hmm. he is this like just ridiculously optimistic character who's always, you know, happy and all this kind of stuff. And it, it does provide a really nice foil, uh, especially against a person like Constantine, who's always so dour and things like right. that. And uh, I, I feel like that's kind of that's kind of been his role. Like, he hasn't been important in anything else other than to provide a uh, a, a type of foil to the fatalism and, you know, mm-hmm. uh, realism and, um, I mean, just... I don't know. It's... it's, it's uh, I'm trying to think of other isms that describe what I'm trying to say, but I can't. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so so yeah, he he's been like the moral support on the ship, and I mean you can't really do a lot with that. But like with that gone, I feel like there's going to be a bigger hole than with him being there and not doing much on the ship. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. So I, I guess I kind of get it, but again, it's some of it for me is a missed opportunity. Like Ray Palmer is. If there was a DC and Marvel crossover, Ray and Reed Richards would go off together. Mm-hmm. Like he's that level of smart. He's like the guy who he would do. He was a science guy. He'd be like, "Well, let me build this thing or that thing." He was the McGuffin machine. Yeah, and they, you know, well, with all these magical Ray McGuffins, always, you know, it's, it's I guess yeah. it's harder for him to do. I, I mean, he did build the uh, the magical detector 
He yeah. built the magical detector. He also helped build the um, Paragon detector. Yeah. Right. And I guess the thing that I could have seen him being useful for is that kind of blend of science and magic, where maybe he could have right. helped rebuild the loom. Maybe there's a piece they couldn't get or something mm-hmm. like that. But uh, but Will, I mean, I think I think you hit the nail on the head when you uh, when you said that he just wasn't being utilized very much, and I feel that's exactly what the writers thought, which is why they decided to write him off. Is that he just doesn't? It really... is hard to write a good character. Yeah, a moral a moral good upright character. It's hard to write that. I mean, if you go back and research things like, you know, old Star Trek, where they would talk about writers having to, you know, stay in this box of, you know, the crew can't have a conflict. You never saw Riker and Picard fighting because, you know, um, Roddenberry had a very, very strict rule that said, there's no conflict on the ship. That, that Everybody works together. They're a team. Yeah. And the conflicts comes from external. So you had to write these Pollyanna characters, and everyone in the writer's room on Trek felt ham-fisted by that. I think Ray is a result of that. Like, I think people couldn't write for Ray because we're not in a Pollyanna kind of, like, morally great world where in this kind of... Dark is very easy to write. Yeah. And I just don't think they knew how to find that voice. It's why, I think it's why Superman hasn't... You know, Man of Steel was such a train wreck. You know, because Superman you just, is... You can't write a dark Superman. It's just... Yeah, exactly. Oh, God, but it's very hard work. to write a light Superman that's compelling to watch. Yeah. So... I understand the problem, but that being said, I think that that's what happened to Ray. Yeah. 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 And it's unfortunate. And I, I think I'm going to be sad to see him go, but you know, it's one of okay, those, he's gone. but he's gone now and, and, <laughs> and we're going to have to deal with that. And well, and I guess, you know, we have, we have the rest of the season and, and we'll mm-hmm. talk about that a little bit later on when we get down to the news section about what's going to happen the rest of this season. Um, but yeah, it's something we're gonna have to watch. We're gonna have to follow and we're gonna have to see, you know, how much his presence is missed because I feel like there's going to be times it might not be, it might not be every episode, but there's going to be times where it's like, I miss that Ray light, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, the, the whole, the whole basis of this episode, while it should have been focused on Ray and was not, was focused on Shakespeare. Um, and it was, it was kind of like a mixture of two different plots, right? We had the, the main episode plot, which was to, get the piece of the loom of fate, which ended up spawning a side plot, which was they needed to fix time because they screwed it up because Shakespeare saw them fight everybody while they were wasted and made a superhero version of Shakespeare, which I think is hilarious. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Like, I think, <laughs> I, I think it was, I think it was a really interesting commentary on, uh, on superhero movies and things like that, especially the line when Ray is talking to Shakespeare at the end where he says like, if you love a character, sometimes it's best to give them a good ending. Mm-hmm. Uh, which also was very poignant for Ray's leaving, despite the yeah. fact they didn't really give him a good ending. No. Um, but you know, then talking about like forming a team and keeping on going and like making more <laughs> and more and more stuff. Like uh, I don't know, uh, what, Kyle. What did you think about that? About that like, whole that whole bit? Bringing like bringing in um, King Lear and like <laughs> King, King Lear, Puck, Puck and, yeah. and Hamlet. Did, Hamlet, yeah, yeah, to fight Richard the Third, and I'm like, all right. <laughs> So Shakespeare team ups, you know. Yeah, what would their team name be? Mm. The Shakespeareans. I don't know. Yeah, Homo Shakespearean, like like you know, there's a whole like you know. Mm -hmm. What 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 did they call Homo Superius? Right. What did Xavier call? Not Xavier. uh, Magneto call. Magneto. 
Homo, homo superior. Homo superior, yeah. So homo Shakespearean. Yeah. Maybe. Huh. Or Shakespeareous. I don't know. I don't know. The, there's a yeah. joke in there somewhere. Yeah, and I, I, I didn't find it, uh, evidently. <laughs> Not a, one of them's appropriate. Not yeah. going there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, I mean, Will, what did you think? I mean, like, I, I feel like that was, a, that was a pretty interesting commentary on superhero stuff as in, in general. And it was kind of funny to see it come out of Legends, which is, you know, the penultimate, like, what happens when you have a superhero glut like this, like we do. <laughs> right. It was, it was hard to kind of grasp. I, I kind of got what they were going for, but I also was kind of like, eh. Like, he sees all this, and all of a sudden he's going to write Romeo and Juliet using powers, and, like, they would have just thought they were witches. Well, true. Like, I, yeah. It, I mean, wouldn't that be what the Crucible was? It would, yeah, <laughs> it would have, it would have been like, you know, demons and devils and things like that. For sure, it wouldn't have been superheroes. Um, but th- then again, like, the whole, I, th- I think the whole point of that was just, you know, to kind of poke fun at superhero media in general mm-hmm. um at least that, that that's what i gathered out of it is is the kind of like everybody's all these movie studios are trying to make a team and they're trying to like you know build up these franchises and do all this kind of stuff uh because money and superhero movies make a lot of money and so shakespeare wants to make a lot of money so he's gonna like you know bring back characters to fight richard the third it's wonderful <laughs> Although you can also get twenty shillings for oh, what did they say? Oh, um, I have no idea. Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> but Mick, Mick was like, "I need twenty shillings." Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it like, was good on you, Mick. Yeah, good on you. I thought you know, so so they they ended up getting the the MacGuffin that they needed this episode, and then uh, the, the which which Sarah was like when they were all waiting for the bathroom, and then Ray was like. Uh, yeah, we need, now. Now's a perfect time, and Sarah's like, "Ah, uh, no McGuffin talk before I've had yeah. my co- before I've had my coffee." <laughs> I thought that was great. I love the little. Oh, no, no, it was Charlie. It was Charlie. Yeah, that was yeah. Talking about it. I love the so little, like, the little sweet. Yeah, the little inside jokes that they do on that show are just are just fantastic. It's it's kind of the thing that makes it so great is the, mm-hmm. the self commentary and the, and the making fun of the, the, of each other and things like that. Uh, but yeah, so I also thought it was really neat to see the Legends crew perform Shakespeare. Uh, what did you guys think about that? It was interesting. I, I enjoyed it. I mean, I in high school, I was I was a part of Romeo and Juliet, but of course, it's been years since Juliet. I, yes, yes, I was. <laughs> I thought I, so. I was I was a uh, uh, Nate's part. And uh, he put it on perfectly. Yeah, everything. No, because you know all of those actors have done Shakespeare at some point, most yeah, likely exactly. Romeo and Juliet. So. And, <laughs> I wonder Especially how many of them had Zari. to like, Zari, you could tell, had played Juliet oh. before. Oh, I was yeah, like, for sure. Okay. I mean, it's a little bit speculation, but Zari and Constantine? Oh, at that, I actually have that in speculation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit hey, later on. I should read. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I, I saw exactly what you're talking about. But yeah. <laughs> I, I thought it was, it, was, it was great to see Dominic Purcell in as Mick playing... The, the the narrator portion of that and uh, in, in, in a costume that I know he doesn't want to be in. Oh yeah, I know that he doesn't want to be in costumes. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But I mean, but, it's yeah, Shakespeare. No, was, it's different, right? Yeah, no, it is different. But yeah, no that that was great. I I really enjoyed it. That's that's the part I wish I would have played in high school. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that was that was kind of fun. Uh, Will, what do you think? Did you enjoy the Shakespearean antics? It was okay. Um, you know, again, it was. There was parts where where I was like, okay, this could have easily been more Ray. 
Like, yeah. I could have lived without it because it didn't seem to be necessary to the... I, I guess I wasn't sure where they were trying to go with it. And so I was kind of like, eh? Like, you could have spent more time on Ray. Um, overall, it wasn't bad. Like I said, Zari was incredible as as Juliet and, you know, <coughs> the the whole Mercutio fight and stuff. But, yeah. you know, it is what it is. I thought for sure that there was going to be... That, that Ray was actually going to be in the Shakespearean production. And that Ray and Nate would have had some kind of, like, you know... And they would have hugged it out at the end. Yeah, there, there would have been some sort of reconciliation on stage and stuff like that, which would have, mm-hmm. you know, um, maybe changed Romeo and Juliet, but not in a way that would affect the timeline. Would have been useful. Yeah, yeah. It made, yeah. It, made it a useful part of the story. It yeah. it served almost no purpose in the story. I mean, it, it, it did in the fact that it made Nate realize, you know, the line that he was quoting made him realize, you know, what was going on and, and sort of made mm-hmm. him, you know, feel bad and, and, and go back and try to find uh, – go to – go find ray but still i i was i was totally expecting ray to be a part of it because you know even even the captain you know she was like all hands on deck uh for the shakespeare thing and so i thought okay well ray and nate are gonna have their moment here and mm-hmm. it didn't happen but they did they did have a moment and i was glad they got to have that moment but again i don't feel like it was an adequate send-off i think it was emotional right. it was and it was nice but it wasn't it wasn't what ray deserved i guess we'll just say that um, but yeah, so while they're doing all this stuff, while they're looking for the ring, while they're trying to get this MacGuffin, uh, out of the way, we have Astrid who is in hell, um, who tells, uh, do we have a name for this character? The, the, the mother character? What is her name? Uh-huh. Check. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know her as Morgan Le Fay, but that's... That's not Morgan Le Fay, is it? I know her as Morgan Le Fay from Stargate. Because that's who she played. Oh, gotcha, 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 gotcha. Okay, I was like, wait, hold on. Um, but yeah, so anyway, I I don't know, and we're going to talk about this a little bit later more in uh, speculation, but she's totally a fate. Um, they were... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely a fate. Um, and, and, and basically, Astrid tells her, yeah, Constantine's looking for this thing to bring my mom back. It's going to be great. Yay, awesome. And she's like... <gasps> We got to find out what they're looking for, and so they use the Harry Potter vision quest pool, and yeah. <laughs> the heck, and go check that out. Uh, and she gets, of course, Constantine's you know hip to it, but it wasn't before he spills the beans, and so he boots her out of it. But now Astrid has the information that they're looking for the loom. Um, they're up one piece. I don't know how many pieces are going to be. I don't know how many episodes are left. Um, I want to say three. My guess was three two. I was gonna. Guess I thought three. it was five. I thought there was a the the red piece, the blue piece, the yellow piece, uh, the green piece, and then the black piece. And when they unite together, they form a robot. Form blazing loom. <laughs> <laughs> and now form the head, <laughs> which I had in this beer until I drank it. Hey oh, hey oh, cheers, <laughs> clink, <laughs> tink. <laughs> But yeah, so uh, that was the thing, and whatever her name is, the Fate Lady is is starting I, I'm, to. I'm looking her up, trying to keep find talking it. about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, she's trying to sow some distrust in Astrid, which I think is I think is reasonable. Um, yeah, you know the, the the whole fight that they had at the manor uh, with you know the him making the deal, getting the life back, uh, or getting his life back, and then promising to bring her mom back. Um, 
you know, that's I feel like, you know, Constantine's actually going to do it, but I don't see a reason why Astrid has any, any to, to trust him, right? Because mm-hmm. she's in hell because of him. Um, and so this is, seems like it's going to be a conflict between Astrid and Constantine where the fate lady is kind of fueling it because obviously she doesn't want to get rid of Astrid because Astrid is her ticket to the high table in hell. So there's there's definitely some conflict there, and I'm I'm curious as to where it's going to go. My guess is that we're going to have their team collecting stuff, and then the legends collecting stuff, and that's kind of what it's going to be. Uh, Will you got any ideas of where where that little plot line is going to go? Yeah, I'm pretty sure she's going to become the actual big bad. She's going to yeah. find some way to make Astrid another victim of herself again, put her back into hell, because I don't think you can have Astrid come out of this okay. I think you oh, have to keep okay. Astrid in hell for Constantine. So, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Interesting. Um, yeah, I think I think that's 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 interesting, and we'll, and we'll talk a little bit more about that uh, again in speculation. But uh, finally, the last little bit about this episode in the our uh, talking points section here is we got bachelor parties, we got bachelor at bashes, <laughs> and we got book club all in this episode, all jam packed <laughs> again. Again, there's a lot of stuff going on in this episode. There, there's so many things that could have been separated out and 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 uh, made into their own episode, especially the bachelorette party and the bachelor party. Because I mean, the bachelor party sucked compared to the bachelorette party. Let's be real. Yeah. What the hell? Will, how was your bachelor party? I can't remember. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and even if I could, um, the statute of limitations has not run out. So, uh, uh, yes, I cannot recall any certain aspect of that said event. <laughs> I haven't had mine yet, so uh, we'll see. But I am going to Vegas for it, so it, it's going to be interesting. Oh, dear. So, yeah. So, here, here's the name of... Oh, finally. Yes, Coinmaker. Mm. That's all that she... Very that is literally what her name. IMDb says it is right now. It's Coinmaker. Coinmaker? Okay, well. Um, so... We have that to look forward to. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure as what uh, Will said that she is one of the fates, but yeah. we also do know of another fate that's going to be coming on later. So then, yeah, actually, I'll bring that up in speculation here. Um, but yeah, so we have an introduction to Zari to book club, which I think is going to be a big thing in kind of restarting the storyline of her remembering who she is. Um, okay, I. I mean, because that that, that story. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that storyline kind of like stopped. Yeah, she had the hacking thing that happened, mm-hmm. and then the and, donut. But she thing. also she also started to hack uh, Mick's computer with uh, for his daughter. Well, yes, yes, right. but but that so so the computer thing with the hacking that was one kind of her remembering stuff. The donut thing was her remembering other things. And she has used the hacking ability since then, but she has not remembered anything differently. Like we've not had any more movement towards old Zari. Right. And so I feel like book club is going to be the next event that we have mm-hmm. where Zari starts to remember things. I think also next episode too. Yeah. Cause it's we'll called Zari, that. not sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's definitely going to be it. And, uh, I didn't watch the, the trailer for this. And so I'm going on limited knowledge here. Um, but yeah. And, uh, the bachelorette party was definitely more fun than the bachelor party. Uh, they had a yeah. fireman. They had scooters. They had weird robot horse things. I, I, I like that the scooters came back. Yeah, yeah. From two episodes ago. 
it it was useful again. Yeah, it made it made sense. You can't just bring it in, have it for one episode, and then just gone. That's what I like about this show is that they always either make some kind of ironic reference to why it's not there anymore, or they bring it back in some ridiculous or semi ridiculous manner. Like in this case, it was semi ridiculous. It wasn't super ridiculous. And was it a pony or was it a donkey? I think there was like a pony. There was like a a, a weird a bear thing. I, I, I think it was a pony. Oh, oh, that I, I, yes, yes, that was yes. a pony. That was a pony. I thought yes, you were we're not thinking of clerks. We're not thinking of clerks. Oh, no one. <laughs> no clerks too. <laughs> if we're next to five hundred, I'm not going to say the rest of that quote. <laughs> but it's just weird that she got a pony because that's all that the that's all that the kids were wishing for. So that because she even made mention like oh, I'm kind of sick of all these kids wanting ponies, and then she up and gets one, yeah. and then she's all happy about it. And I'm like, that's that's not right. And then they leave it on the ship, yeah, because they didn't leave with it. They didn't leave with the a pony. Lot of poop, yeah, yeah. Maybe they ate it. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, we do have a Kobe on the ship, so maybe Mona ate it. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Mona, Mona got a hug from Mick. Yeah. Which was nice. Um, Yay, she Mona's wasn't... back. <laughs> she wasn't that bad this episode. Come on. No, she. this episode, she was not. She was tolerable. And she was there clearly to move forward Mix on, on, yeah. the, on the mixed storyline. And I think. Which is going to come into play for the next episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, unless you guys have anything else to talk about this episode, I think it's time for some speculation. Gotta love those Charlie Bach licks, man. They're they're incredible. Uh, also, new rule: if you have a beer, then while we're doing the segments for our various things, you have to waterfall it during the entirety of the segment. Oh, I could do that. I mean, but I don't think you want me to on a two X. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> I think I think we'll refrain for this episode. We'll, we'll make sure. All right. Like... Just double checking because can be done. Because <laughs> by, <laughs> by the time we get to the end of the episode, we'll be like, you know, hey, hey. Hey, you know, you know Twitter, Twitch. I don't. Oh, off. I, 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 I should say I love you guys. <laughs> I love you. I love you very much. I'm Miss Ray. <laughs> anyway, uh, here we go. Speculation. We just talked about it briefly uh, before the 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 the. Uh, the break? No, the intro music to this segment. Gosh, Before I'm, this segment, how about that? I am off my game today. Anyway. You really are. You have too much blood in your alcohol system. Drink more, Pledge. Yeah. <laughs> Drink, yeah. Pledge. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I still have some. <laughs> oh, my. He All right. That one's that. gone. That's two beers in 30 minutes. Um, hey. Wonderful. All right. Hey, you don't so, get to do that on Flash TV talk, man. Uh, it, on Grandma Esther's? Oh, man. Oh, Grandma Esther's. Well, Grandma Esther's, yeah. Ooh, but this I, is a weekly. <laughs> I have had to hold myself together at the end of some Grandma Esther's, let me tell you. <laughs> I'm just like, you know, just, you know, you know, you know, you know, this is hypothetical. When I'm you hypothetically it. drink too much and then you hypothetically get in your car when you hypothetically shouldn't and then you hypothetically hold one eye closed and you hypothetically, like, you know, um, 
both hands on the steering wheel as tight as you can grip it, and you hypothetically turn the music up really loud, and then you hypothetically drive very carefully, like 30 miles an hour under the speed limit until you hypothetically get home. Uh, when you hypothetically, and then you're hypothetically prison. Jordan Belfort from Wolf of Wall Street. What the hell is hypothetically wrong with you? You're a hypothetical monster, you drunk driving bastard. It's all hypothetical. Hypothetical. Will. This. This is not. This is not allegedly. real life. This is alleged. Allegedly. 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 <laughs> Don't Jesus. drink and drive ever. It's a very bad thing, and no one should ever yes, do it. You, yes. With you with, with drink Uber, and drive. You'll spill it all over yourself. Exactly, yeah. man. I, I'm sorry to segue on this, but this is this is. I, I just, <laughs> just reminded me of this, and and I, you know, I again, I apologize. You guys are here for Legends TV Talk, but this is drunk driving TV Talk. Um, <laughs> this, is, this is something so you should never do. Me TV and Christy talk. were coming home from the grocery store the other day. And, were you drinking? Um, no, I no, I was not drinking. I was not drinking. <laughs> okay. um, although there is a gas, or, or I guess the Whole Foods in Austin, they let you like walk around the store with open beers and drink them. Okay. That's, no a, that's, a, that's a swell idea. So, so we're at a, we're at a traffic light. Guy pulls up behind me. Uh, it's him and a girl in the passenger seat, and uh, they're like, you know, driving to their music, and they're like being all excited and stuff like this. And then I see the guy pull up a, a one of those big ass like artillery shell sized cans of Corona Light, and just start pounding it behind the wheel. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> God, are you freaking kidding me? And um, yeah, so you know, light turns green. I immediately like speed up and like get as far away from that dude as possible. <laughs> so again, kids, don't drink and drive with you'll Uber and Lyft. Yourself. You'll spill it all over yourself with Uber and Lyft. You know, there's no excuse for that. But uh, but yeah. Anyway, back to back to speculation here. And that was that was enough for alcoholics. TV that was talk. our public service announcement from <laughs> Legends TV yeah. talk. Mm-hmm. Yes, the um, more you know, <laughs> with the little star going across. <laughs> <laughs> just, just when it comes down to it, don't be an idiot. Yeah, just don't be an idiot. That's, that's yeah, basically. in other words, don't get caught. <laughs> yes. And if you get caught, never blow. I, I am not condoning that whatsoever. <laughs> and no well, one should. apparently we're just laughing at Bell drinking and driving, so I thought that that's what we do here. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I have grown up a lot since my uh, college days. So Last year? What? <laughs> I was in college last year, yes. I don't know. None, none of this is true. None of this speculation. All of it is true. Uh, we're in the speculation section, actually. Yes. So, yes. Well, it's speculation. <laughs> oh God. Um, so yeah, before we went on this really weird tangent that will probably not make the cut, but maybe I don't oh, know. Oh, it just should you. absolutely it's, it's, make the cut. It's, you it's totally be. up to you, Andy. <laughs> Especially since I called you like a raging douchebag. That should absolutely be in the cut. <laughs> well, if you did and before, you just did now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, yeah. We just earned our e-badge on that one. Um, but, yeah, so we talked about Mick. We talked about his daughter. We talked about Mona's sole purpose for this whole episode was basically to convince. Annoy the, fuck, or annoy the hell out of me? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's explicit now. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> no, I said hell. I was off my well, I said fuck. Well, sh- damn it. Uh, now I <laughs> so Mona's on the show basically for only one thing. And that one thing is uh, this To episode, annoy the hell out of me. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, aside from annoying the hell out of you, Will, <laughs> oh. is to essentially have a heart-to-heart with Mick and talk about his daughter and what he should do in the future with her. And uh, it really makes sense. I think we talked about this last week with his daughter where you know he killed his parents, Mick did. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's why he was in prison, uh, because his father was abusive. And so I think we kind of mentioned that last week. And this week, Mick brings it up himself. He shows the scars that he got where he burned down his house and killed his parents. And he said that, you know, good fathers don't run in his family. And, you know, Mona's whole bit was, well, you know, you being in my life has made me a better person. 
And so it's kind of, it, it, it feels a lot like they're setting Mick up to go and be a father for his daughter. Mm-hmm. And there haven't been any news about casting or anything like that. And, and, and so basically the question that I have for you guys is this going to be a situation where this is an avenue for Mick to leave the show, or is this an avenue for Mick's daughter and Mick's baby mama to join the show? Will, let me know what you think. I think it's his exit strategy at some point. Yeah? yeah. Are we going to see I, more of his daughter and, and, and baby mama on the show? It's possible. I think that that's, that very easily could happen, and I hope it does. I hope I'm wrong, but, you know, I just, I don't know. Now is this is this a is this a this season exit or a next season exit? I would say next season. Yeah, yeah. I just because I don't think they're going to want to get rid of another original one. But I mean, they've been doing like an original cast member out pretty much every season since Stein. Yeah, you know they they pick a different one, and I don't think they're ever going to pick, um, you know, Sarah, Sarah obviously. No, because Sarah's a show but, at this point. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Kyle, what do you think? I mean, do you, are we going to see more? of Mick interacting with his daughter and baby mama, or is it going to be a thing where it builds up so much that he's like, I got to leave and I got to go. At least. So if anyone's watched the trailer for the next episode, yes, that they are from, from the looks of it, they're actually going back to when she was a little kid and him spending time with her. Um, but that's Spoilers. all that I can. I, that's why I said. <laughs> that's why I said I mean, if anyone. Yeah, I mean, that's, and, and, that's and a granted, spoiler mark right there. Well, I mean, granted, these, these are things that that come immediately after the episode airs. But if you stream it like I do, you have to go to YouTube and see it. And I just didn't have time. Right, to which is that. and that's and that's what I do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it, it. Nothing has been said about him leaving the show, but it is. It is a perfect. It is a perfect way for him to leave the show if he really wanted to, but I think it's very out of character if he leaves, if Mick leaves the wave rider for that reason. I don't know. I think like I I feel like that would be a great character growth for him. Is is like, it, it, I mean it would be, but it, I mean for for him to be for him to be doing that, it is out of character. But I mean if it, if it's if it's for growth, then yes, fine. Yeah, have him have him be the father. And then have someone else, for the love of God, come on the Flash as Heatwave. Yes, that 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 is that I agree with you yeah, with that one hundred. And get the Rogues back. <laughs> I want I want a new Captain Cold. I want a new Heatwave, and I want the Rogues on the Flash. That'd be great. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, like I I feel like Mick's story arc ends with him reconciling the fact that he killed his parents, the fact that his father was abusive, to become a good father. And I feel like that's an avenue for him to do that. And I feel like that's a that's a that is a, a way for him to, to leave the show. Because, I mean, you know, like, like you mentioned earlier, Kyle, he hates putting on costumes. I feel like mm-hmm. he doesn't really like this show. Um, but, you know, it, it's, it, a, it's a paycheck. paycheck but it's I a mean, job. Could, yeah. It, it's like, uh, I'm a big friend of money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, I mean, like, when you have that many seasons on a show, you can command a bigger paycheck. And so, like, mm-hmm. you know, why not? It's already, it's already longer than his prison break uh, run. Yeah. Exactly. So, like, you know, why would you give up that check? And um, if they want to write you off, fine. But, like, maybe, I don't know. I don't know. But it, it feels like they're kind of moving that direction. But I, I agree with you, Will, though. I think it's going to be a next season thing. I don't think we're going to see it this the end of the season. Right. Um, and, um, but speaking of characters leaving the show, of course, we had Ray leave. Are we ever going to see Ray again? What do you guys think? 
I hope. At least just, like, to check up on them. Or they're probably... Knowing them, they will do the, oh, yeah, I just spoke to Ray. He's doing fine sort of thing. Yeah, on, do you think, uh, you think they're going to do that? Like the whole uh, yeah. checked in with Ray. Ray's doing well. He and Nora pregnant. Yay, kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, yeah, I, I they'll would do really that, want and then him. they'll all of a sudden have the baby on the show as an adult. Like, yeah, it's from 2027. <laughs> yeah. Here he is. Yeah. Hey. That would be the big bad of, like, the next season is Ray and Nora's baby <laughs> from the future. <laughs> Like an, an evil magic demon baby <coughs> with science technology. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's perfect. Um, and we mentioned this a little bit, uh, a little bit earlier in the show about uh, the coin maker being a fate, and I, I fully believe that that's what's going on. And one of the main reasons why, uh, aside from her interest in the Loom of Fate, is did you see her pendant that she's wearing? How no. it kind of like look at the pendant that she wears around her neck. It kind of looks like one of those Native American dream catchers, which is like a, an intricate woven pattern and mm. weaving, fate, is, loom, yeah. all that kind of stuff. That is why I think that she is fate. Do we have any other evidence? Anything that you guys can add to that to make me not sound like a crazy person? No, no. Great. She's. A I fate. am a crazy person. Yeah, she's totally a fate. Come on, everybody knows it. I know it. You know it. Everybody knows it's going to be huge. It's, gonna be it's huge, definitely tremendous. she's definitely a fate. She's definitely, she's fate, definitely tremendous. a fate. It's 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 extraordinary, wonderful. She's I, best fate we've ever had. Best fate. She's going to be the fate of all fates. <laughs> um, the responses to this fate have been overwhelmingly positive. Tremendously positive. Everybody knows <laughs> that she's the best fate around. They're going to find the loom. They're going to stab Constantine and his little merry band of idiots, and they're going to restore order and peace and make hell great again. Oh, anyway. Wow. All right. Yeah. Uh, so finally, this is this is kind of the one that I wanted to talk about because this was interesting and this kind of threw me for a loop because I didn't see this coming. Uh, Romeo and Juliet, whole big thing. That was the premise of the episode. Uh, Nate freaked out playing Juliet, had to go and hug uh, his buddy Ray and Zari take over. Zari mm-hmm. take over. God, Zari takes over. Oh, today is just. Great words. Thank you. Words, I, I, have, I, I, have a tr- I, I have the best words. My words are tremendous. <laughs> Stop relying on your, your bad Trump impression. To I know. It's horrible. It's horrible. Um, but anyway, so yeah. It's a horrible impression. It's, a, it's the worst. It's the worst. All the best people say it's the best impression. I'm the best at impressions. No one's better. No one knows more about impressions than I do. Um, anyway. Yeah. That's Moving, on. Moving on. Moving <laughs> on. Back to speculation. So we had Zari take uh, a fill-in for Nate at Juliet. And they, of course, shared a kiss between Romeo and Juliet in that scene. And Mm -hmm. it looked to me like there's a little bit something extra going on there. And I wanted to ask you guys' opinion on that. Um, Do you think that this is just because it's Romeo and Juliet, they're being romantic about it? Or is this something, are they going to add a kind of like love triangle thing going on? What's going up? Will, what do you think? It's a CW, so absolutely. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, we've established a character is like omnisexual, so we should definitely put him with the hottest chick on the ship. No, it's um, <laughs> yeah, it's probably, um, and it's going to be probably the whole reason for next week, and then you know, yeah, yeah, whatevs. Kyle, <laughs> what do you think, man? Uh, I agree. Uh, they they have to have a love triangle 
somewhere else on this ship. It can't be Nate, Ray, and Nora anymore. And and it's also interesting, too, because it it brings up this kind of interesting scenario that could possibly happen where Nate is in love with original Zari. Constantine maybe falls in love with new Zari. Mm -hmm. And so it brings forth an issue of what do we do about Zari if Zari uh turns into old Zari, then Constantine loses his love. If if she remains new Zari, then Nate loses his love. And like, you know, yeah, I, I feel like there's an avenue for drama there. There's an avenue for suspense and all that kind of stuff. And yes, Will, you're correct, it is a CW show, and that's probably the direction they will go. Mm-hmm. Um someone's gonna get hurt. Yeah, someone's gonna get hurt <laughs> in the long run, and we shall see. Um but yeah, any any more speculation about this week's episode? I will no. take that as a no. That is a quote from the show. <laughs> and that brings us to my favorite portion of the show, and that is Mix Quote of the Week. It's the Mick Quote of the Week. You know, we actually had a lot of lines from Mick this episode. There, were, there was a lot. Yeah. And I mean, I could, there was a lot even with the, like, the Romeo and Juliet stuff, but I'm like, no, I'm yeah. not going to. No, there's too much. Well, well, Kyle, you are the keeper of the quotes, <clears throat> and so I will let you run down this week's candidates. She's still in there. I would be too if I had all that damn hair. I heard the two of you going at it like jackrabbits last night. <laughs> but it's got nothing to do with love. Uh, and I'll punch that producer in the face. And then I think my, my favorite. Uh, listen up, you uncultured jerks. <laughs> I don't know. So that so you should you like listen up you on culture jerks? That's your, that's your I pick. do okay. because it's it's very it's very on point for him and to speak it in a Victorian is it is it Victorian England? No, one Victorian. Yeah. That's uh no Victorian's like seventeen hundreds, right? Yeah. Sixteen seventeen. Hold on. I don't know. Yeah, we have a Shakespearean right English. Honey, Victorian England? When was Victorian era? <laughs> I feel like the Victorian area was the 1500s, though. No. I'm just going to Google that right Okay, now. it was the 1700s. Yeah, see, that's what I said, 1700s. All right, so... <laughs> yeah. So, so, so we'll go... Just Shakespearean. Shakespearean. Yeah, it's Shakespearean England, yeah. because that was when Shakespeare was, and that's what the whole mm-hmm. thing in this episode is. So, um, Uncultured Jerks and, and then Shakespearean England, yeah, that's why I like it. I kind of like... Uh, she's still in there. I would be too if I had all that damn hair. Just because I too am bald. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's great so, because he doesn't. What have made me hair. laugh out loud was I heard the two of you going at it like jackrabbits last night. Uh, it yes. came out of nowhere. <laughs> that was it really that was... It, like that's where it was. I was like, <laughs> yeah, that 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 one kind of took me by by surprise because mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting them to go there. Um, and they did. Um, so like I resonate with the first one, but I uh, I also like the second one. Um. Wow, we're at a red impasse. We're at an impasse. Um, okay, fine. My vote is for two. I heard the two of you going at it like jackrabbits all night. So that brings two to one. Right, well, that's and that's it. That's what it is. All it's right, there democracy. you go. Democracy. Take it away, Kyle. <laughs> I heard the two of you going at it like jackrabbits last night. And there you have it, folks. That's our mix quote of the week. Uh, and actually, you know what? It turns out we do have some news. We 
we have a little bit of news for you on the Legends of Tomorrow uh, front. And also a little bit of news for Flash as well. It says, due to unspecified production delays, Legends of Tomorrow's March 24th episode, Zari Not Zari, and its March 31st episode, The Great British British Fake Off, have been temporarily removed from the CW schedule. Uh, When the episodes will air is not currently known at this time. And the same holds true for The Flash's March 31st episode, So Long and Good Night. Uh, so this comes from Den of Geek, and so it seems like, I don't know, what a- is today? April 7th. April 7th is when they're coming back on? Yes, that was at the end of the, that was at the beginning of the te- uh, teaser for next week, or for the next episode. Um, it gave, it flashed the date Tuesday, April 7th, so. That yeah, but I think um, the Den of Geek article came out afterward. They may put it even more on hold because Flash is on hold. Right, and because so of Corona. I, they're still in production, and I think they don't want to do Flash Legends TV talk without Flash or Legends of Tomorrow without Flash. Yeah, well, that, but that's the thing. Legends is all done right. shooting, so but I they could, don't want to do it without its partner because it. I can see that. Well, that because usually because uh, it's it's Flash then Legends, right? Right. Yeah, and so it would dramatically impact the ratings. I think a lot of people watch Flash and then hang on to watch Legends. Um, and so, yeah, that would dramatically impact ratings. I was also kind of thinking of maybe they mentioned something in those episodes that happens on Flash that it's possible. I mean, it's possible. Yeah. I doubt it. But like it, it could be an interesting scenario where it's like they mentioned something offhand. Oh, yeah. Barry defeated the Speed Force demon and now everything's back to normal or whatever. So like um, I could see that happening, but I don't know. Um, but yeah, that was just so. So basically we're going to be gone then. Right. Until weeks. yeah, for the next couple of weeks. So we're gonna have a little bit of a hiatus there. Uh, just wanted to inform you guys, let you guys know that. Um, so be looking for us uh, after Tuesday, April seventh. We'll be mm-hmm. back. We'll maybe be live. Maybe, yeah, maybe depending on what happens. We don't know. The world might not end, or it might not uh, be around in April. We'll we'll find out. Which my birthday is April tenth, and it's funny because like my uh, work at home. Mm-hmm segment of time that they blocked out was ending on April 10th. Um, but the city of Austin has like shut down everything until May 1st. Really? Damn. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting. We'll have to see what happens. Um, I was hoping I could work from home quote unquote while, uh, on my birthday. So I wouldn't have to like, you know, do anything. <laughs> well, I mean, they may, they may extend it till that time too. Yeah. Yeah. We shall see. Uh, but anyway, uh, speaking of working from, home it looks like we're out of time (laughs) (laughs) so if you want to keep in touch with us while we travel the time stream here's how you can follow the show on twitter at legends talk tv that's legends talk tv and you can follow me on twitter at ring that bell oh you can also follow me on twitter and uh instagram at kyle cross 89 and you can also listen to me on the atomic geekdom podcast and you can follow me on Twitter at WR Benson. Again, I don't tweet there often. It's mostly just so I can follow David Hasselhoff's exciting music career. Um, but you can also <laughs> listen to me on the Plains Talkers Magic the Gathering podcast. So do that. Oh, look at this. This is important. Good beer. Greetings from Poland. Oh, that's awesome. Thank my, you. My wife loves that because I'm married to a Polish woman, so she she loves the the Polish peoples. <laughs> Not all of them. I mean, you know, she's you know my wife, but you know, <laughs> of course, of course. 
And if 280 characters isn't enough to show your love for this show, feel free to email us at legendstvtalk at gmail.com. And be sure to watch us live every week on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash legendstvtalk. If you like this show, check out some of the other shows from the tvtalk.fm network with such shows as Flash, Supergirl, Batwoman, Star Wars, Tolkien, and more. And hey, while you're at it, check us out on iTunes and give us a review and we will read them on the show. And don't forget, you can download all of the TV Talk podcasts on Google Play, Stitcher, and the iTunes iOS podcast app. And as always, special thanks to Charlie Bach for creating the music for our bumps. You can check out the rest of his awesome stuff at SoundCloud.com slash Charlie Bach. And another shout out to our sound engineer slash producer slash editor, Andy Barksdale. He's the guy who makes us sound so pretty and who makes Kyle not sound like he's yelling into a 10-gallon bucket. To find out more at andyrobotaudio.com. And as always, you stay classy, you idiots. Tomorrow, same bat time, same bat channel. So why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? <laughs>